There is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Greetings everyone, I am Calypso and welcome to Dead House Whispers. Uh, we are back again, again, um, and uh, like always, I am joined by my other host, Baseless Mike. Greetings, hello, welcome, and this is our new channel. He has new channel. Yes, we have. He new has channel. new Twitch. Welcome Go follow us on to Twitch. The Dead House. This, this, yeah. Welcome to the new Twitch, and yeah, and the YouTube and everything else, all the social medias. Um, we'll plug all that stuff at the ending. But yes. anyways, how are you doing, Mike? Doing well, been very busy. Uh, lots of things I am not allowed to talk about, which is very infuriating, but it is what it is. But uh, all been going well. What about yourself, sir? I've been good. I've been good just working on, you know, my own uh, YouTube channel and everything else. Now I am officially a YouTube partner. And Ooh, I earned, fancy. So far, I've earned $4.33 this month. You got that gold <laughs> monetization button. Now make sure you don't say the bad words for it to go away. Yes. <laughs> Hi Safi, hi Jaina. I wrote a one shot. I streamed it even. Streaming writing. Not only would that be fun, but I'd love to do that just to infuriate people so Oh, that's really cool. Stream streaming a one shot like 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 writing? Writing, writing. Writing, like writing, writing yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, that's neat. You've earned more than I have on Twitch. To be fair, that's not that difficult. It's very yeah. easy to not learn stuff or not earn stuff on Twitch. Not learn it either, but yeah. <laughs> to yeah. not to not earn anything. Uh, I think. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I've been, uh, thank you, Seth. I've been nine years on Twitch. Right, nine yeah. years on Twitch. I think for the first like three or four, I never earned a cent. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think I didn't even. I'm. I'm trying to think. I don't even think I got affiliated for the first four years or so. Streaming a doc. That, yeah, that's really interesting, streaming a doc. Mm -hmm. And um, I think for, like, when it comes to earnings anyway, um, to, to really earn on, like, any platform, you need, you know, the tens of thousands of thousands of thousands of, like, oh, yeah. views or ads or whatever. Because as I've learned, a 1,200 views is – uh, like like one dollar and twenty cents. Yeah, that's that's look. That's why you should be doing this because you love doing it, not for money. Yeah, exactly. Because for unless money. you're like chasing the algorithm, mm -hmm. you haven't a hope. Yeah, and I will you never. I, as as uh, as terrible as it is for my own YouTube career, I will never play the YouTube game as much as it probably ruins my views and my subscribers. I'll never do it. I'll never do that. Hey, look at this like face picture. With the funny words in there, I can't do it. I'll never do like, comment, subscribe. Like, no, I'll never do it. One thing I can promise you will never happen on this place. You'll never hear the this this stream is brought to you by Rage Shadow. Yeah, or Coca Cola. Like. This is not sponsored by Coke. This is an unfortunate convenience. <laughs> uh, that cool, refreshing sugar. <laughs> right? Mm, I can feel the diabetes now. <laughs> But yeah, um, so let's just go over some quick things. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of Deadhouse news, and there may not be for a little bit because there's a lot of work going on. And with that comes the need to be silent because when people go to talk publicly about stuff, that takes effort. Like a lot of people are wondering, it's like, oh, when's the next stream? It's like when the stream happens for Deadhouse Sonata, like that takes a lot of work. There's a lot of people need to do things. Like some people think it's just me and Dennis show up and go, hey, hey, yeah, everyone. No. Like, no, that's that's not what happens. There's a lot of prep work about what needs to be shown and what, what way to present things to make sure everything looks great because like no one wants to you know, watch me live stream a game crash loads of times because like something happened with a build or something, you oh, know, like, you know, especially with work in progress stuff. And it's like, what do you let people see behind the curtain? And what do you not? So there's a lot of cool stuff coming. I can promise you that one. Like I know they say, Oh, everyone always says that mark my words. You can hold me to it. You will. Jane, thank you me later. Stream, you should just stream your doc. <laughs> Jane, just stream your doc in a, just put put Deadhouse in big bold letters on the title and just have it be whatever you want it to be. 
coming soon. Yeah, dot, coming dot, soon. Dot, and then just stream like every minute. Just hit the hit the dot again. And just watch. Go yeah. along. With TM. great work comes great silence. Thus, patience is needed. Very true. Very true. Yes. But that doesn't mean we have a lot to talk about because it's really difficult to get me and Calypso to shut up. So, yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have a few things that I wanted to bring up of games we've been playing lately because apparently I didn't choose the Rogue Life. The, the Rogue Life chose me, which is evident by anyone that ever watched me stream. <laughs> Because I am absolutely appalling. Not only am I appalling, I'll give you a I'll give you a view on this clip. So once before, um, so a few years ago, I used to do a thing. I'd love to get back to it, called uh, my gaming advent calendar. Yes, I remember that, yeah. and it was great. And you should get back to it. Yeah, every Christmas on the run up to Christmas, like an advent calendar, I would stream an hour of like a random game I've never played before. Right, so be a load of games, and one of them that I discovered that way was Dead Cells. Now I knew it was a cool game, just never played a lot of it myself. So played it on the stream. I was bad. I was like really bad, especially for someone coming from a Castlevania like Symphony of the Night background. I was bad. Mm -hmm. And then people asked me, would I stream it again? So I streamed it again, and I had my son on, and he was streaming with me, and he ran through and completed a run on his first go. And my shame has been immeasurable ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as we get older, we get worse at video games. There's there, no, there's like dang a, it, no. There's I like a weird tick. I know. I know. It's a fact. Like I um, twenty six, it's all downhill. Good luck. Mm -hmm, pretty much. Pretty much. Like I definitely. It's good. It's weird. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Like when you're younger, you know, you can play games like all night you can pull all-nighters playing games you already know what the solution is if you're playing like a puzzle game or something and then as you get older it's just you get worse and worse and worse until you're eventually you're just like like that 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 old grandpa who it, it looks like they've never seen a television before or something like that you know no i feel it in my head more than my reflexes that can happen too yeah like, i remember this funny you mentioned the exact words i recall sitting up for like 12 hours playing blood omen yeah, man. Pulling all-nighters, sitting, doing nothing but playing Blood Home Legacy of Canon PlayStation. I I swear, if I tried that this evening, right now it is like half nine in the PMs in Ireland. If I tried that at midnight, I promise you I'll be asleep with the controller snoring. Oh, I know. My bedtime is like 10 p.m. My bedtime is like 10 p.m. <laughs> like, I like, could be pounding energy drinks. By half one, I will still be unconscious. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I, uh, a good example of the, of like just brain fatigue, I suppose, or gaming brain fatigue. Let's I'll say, is uh, I've been playing the new. There's been a new uh, Sherlock Holmes game released. Oh yes, the Awakened. I've seen that. It's meant to be and, really good. Yeah, it, it is. I uh, it's great. I'm loving it so far. The uh, the the six hours or whatever that I've played, <laughs> th like three or four of those hours have been wandering around the same location, looking for whatever I'm supposed to do. And even though I've checked my inner notes and my mind palace and everything else that Sherlock can do in that game, for some reason, it just doesn't stick with me and I don't know what to do. Even though the answer is right there in front of your face. This isn't a hard game. This is very much detective by the numbers, like, you know, one, two, three, four. It's very easy to solve everything, but I just, I don't know. Like the, the first, I'll give you, a, a, the first uh, example is the game opens up with, Sherlock comes ruffling the newspaper and be like, oh, where's the next page? And then Watson's like, oh, I threw it away. It was dirty. So he's like, okay, let's go check the trash can. It's right outside your front door. But I spent two hours wandering around London looking for the trash bin. I kid you not. And I was recording all this for a review. And I have two hours of footage of wandering around looking for a trash can. You should do a cut of just you looking for the trash can. Oh, just, like, just 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 call the video i couldn't find the trash can and just have it from that oh i wonder where the next page is and that all the way to the bit where you find it oh mm -hmm. there it is you know and do it that way because that would be hilarious oh yeah oh yeah definitely probably be my most intro. the most trolly video ever and that will be the most successful one on the algorithm right there that yeah definitely. <laughs> most part i've only been messing around trying to fix it fallout 4 uh, before you ask, so I can actually launch it this time. Fall, the Fallout games are, are notorious. Are you playing on PC? Yeah, Fallout. He's a PC gamer. Yeah, the Fallout, Fallout games are notoriously bad PC ports. Uh, 
you know, which is weird. It's so weird to think that back then, you know, oh, uh, PC games would be ported to console. But I think now, ever since like what PS4, it's been a lot of really bad console to PC ports. That's the way it's been feeling the lately. Didn't thing. you? What so did you weird. mention before? Uh, oh gosh, I think uh, Callisto Protocol, um, The Last of Us. Yeah, the last. Like, I don't. What's going on, guys? Triple A big companies. What is going on with you? Why is it so hard for you to port a game from a console, which are basically like PCs now, mind you, to yep. an actual PC? I have a feeling it has a lot to do with hardware because when you're locked, when you're in a console, you're locked into a specific box of hardware you have to optimize for. So mm-hmm. it's a little easier, quote unquote. Um, but when you're on a PC, it's like you have a wide range of selections to go for. Wow. Uh, because they want Jaina, to Jaina said that, but weirdly, that's I true. heard 10. <laughs> Templeton. Because <laughs> that's normally 10's yeah, go to answer. Because profit. profit. Oh, but yeah, it's like. Yeah, but there's no excuse. There's a certain level of quality. Like, you know, if you went to McDonald's and you asked for a Big Mac and they just slapped you in the face with like a patty, like you get, yeah, you'd be angry. Oh, know? definitely. Especially because I paid six or seven dollars for that Big Mac. Like, like, come on. Especially with inflation now. But on to that, what I was, what's it? Uh, no, my mods, something is messy with my configuration ah. settings and I literally do no damage. It's a result of the game itself. Welcome to uh, Fallout 4. <laughs> Are you telling me that there's a chance a Bethesda game launched broken? No, say it ain't so. I am looking forward to Starfield this year. <laughs> I know. I'm looking forward to Starfield next year. Oh, yeah. yeah it's got to be next year, definitely. <laughs> once, it's, once it's been patched and fixed. Yeah, No Man's Sky 2.0. Oh god. Slash Skyrim in space or whatever else they're calling Skyrim it. I don't know. In space. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely that. But as I said, when we were talking about like the roguelites, so the reason why I brought up being horrible at uh, Dead Cells and all this is because recently I was playing a game called Ravenbound. I want to give that a shout out because I thought that was really good. I really enjoyed that. It looks right. like a cross, it's a roguelite. Rogue light. Mm-hmm. Like, right. again we'll we'll put a pin in that word for a minute we're coming back yeah. um so it has the look and feel of like a mix between like a norse version of zelda meets elden ring because beautiful graphics it's it's a slightly toned down cartoonish mm-hmm. but it, it looks absolutely stunning and uh but it's it's dead cells you start a run you do things you kill bosses blah 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 you progress you die restart again and you roll with cards and they're using abilities and items as cards which sounds somewhat familiar hmm. cards this is becoming a trend but anyway if anyone is interested um don't don't trust the reviews or anything go watch someone stream it if you don't take my word for it go on twitch there's probably like a thousand people right now stream oh, yeah. it and check it out for yourself if you like the look of it it's actually really fun Although the combat is a tad bit too easy because, like, if you spam the dodge button, you're guaranteed to, like, kick butt. Yeah. Yeah. What I wanted to come back to, to you, Calypso, roguelite, roguelike games. We're going to need new words. We are. I totally believe we are because I can call... uh, I can call that game Deathloop by Arcane Studios. Great game, by the way. Um, A rogue... A rogue, a roguelite, or a roguelike, rather. See, it's already confusing because you know you die and you repeat and you die and you repeat, and you get an ability to keep on all to hold on to all your stuff that you unlock. But well, in rogue, in rogue what? games, or I don't even rogue roguelikes. I guess you lose all your gear and yeah. abilities, and you have to start over again. Kind of rogue adjacent. Okay, rogue here's adjacent. the question: How would you describe roguelite Scara? Because okay, so Scara, just for clarification of anyone listening on Spotify later, I just feel roguelites in an open world doesn't really work. Define roguelite because, as Calypso said, roguelite you die, you reset, but you still have all your stuff. Yeah, roguelites in an open world don't work. Elden Ring. 
Is that is that a roguelike? I've never played well, it. Well, that's how those games are. You die, you restart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That is dying is let's see, part of the let's whole see. Are thing. those are those roguelikes? Or are they or souls? Are they souls likes or same differences? Or uh, action adventure games with RPG elements or whatever else it is. Again, so, we need new words. I feel I feel there's definitely a genre a genre blending thing. Like Dead Cells is clearly a rogue, a roguelike. You know? Yeah, and does this go between 2D and 3D? Yeah. Because, like, if I said to you, oh, this game is a roguelike, am I talking about Dead Cells? Am I talking about Ravenbound? Yeah. Both fall into the category, both similar but dramatically different games. Yeah. Or uh, also, what does that what does that conjure in your brain when you think of the, the word? Ro is oh, it roguelike, roguelike or roguelite? Roguelite. So, has meta progression a rogue like does not so roguelike arcade game die start die start rogue okay. light as in lighter a rogue light has meta progression so technically elden Thanks, ring Jeff, would be rogue light okay technically technically and but it's also its own genre souls yeah. like for example you've got the 2d action platformers and then you've got metroidvanias you know yeah but the game in question do you start from the very beginning every time well technically it depends on where you last lit the bonfire you know but again there's a that's also thing that has made its way start into a game every time because there's um mm. there's i guess okay so actually let me pull up my steam but well, elden ring doesn't reset your individual run progress unlike roguelites Okay, yes and no. I will agree it probably doesn't, but everything is respawned. All the enemies are back. So if you killed particularly tough enemies, they're still there. The bosses are gone. But let's say you storm through like one of the castles, you get your butt kicked, like Castle Morn at the start. Um, you're back to the beginning. So yes and no, kind of. It's a weird. Yeah, here's, here's an another one is uh, West of Dead. Okay. okay, it's a it's described as a cover based shooter, a top down cover based shooter, um, which combines the fluidity of twin stick controls and tactical cover usage. However, it is a it is a rogue a rogue like or a rogue like because whenever you die, you start back in the little tavern that you <clears throat> started the game in, and you've lost all your stuff. And you have to collect pretty it. much the exact same way as like have a nice death and all. Another shout out to that game yeah. that I oh, think that is game, amazing. Yes, that game is, yeah, have a nice death is great. There's also another one I think by the same developer that's like hap it's 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 about like a lazy death who hires a bunch of other animals to do death's job. And I isn't that have a nice death? No. You played a Grim Reaper. You yeah. played a Grim Reaper and he creates a load of demons called the Sorrows. That you in know, order that to might do actually... his job and stuff, but there is other ones. I do know there is like it, that's not a unique. I think that's actually concept. what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking of. It's absolutely yeah. stunning, by the it's way. Have it's have a nice death. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Great. Um, yeah. I love. Here's, the, I love here's the a question then, though. But if we're going with the roguelikes, is Bro Force a roguelike? <laughs> um, you die inside um, the very beginning. Everything's been reset. Like is confused oh. uh possibly it's possibly this looks fun though um i guess you know i guess what you said a couple minutes ago is a pretty good example of like arcade games yeah like that's what like, i would have called bro like Force. original like jump man <laughs> original donkey kong could be if you really want to stretch it um a roguelike because you I know die, Our, you have to start over that's again. why i don't like these should be like if we look at Steam, for example, these should be tags, not genres. Yeah. It's like genres yeah. are, genres should be very specific or generically broad, like action adventure game. Like technically, mm -hmm. almost any game is an action adventure game, you know? But, um, that's like the that's like when you go into the music store and they have the rock genre section, you know, almost yeah. anything falls under rock. You know, it's the same as action adventure, but then you've got the other ones. Like a racing game is a very specific thing. You know. Uh, okay, so so uh, for anyone interested, thank you, Wikipedia, for this. Um, 
The term roguelike or roguelite originally comes from the game Rogue yeah. from nineteen from nineteen eighty. It was yes. a Unix-based game. It was a text-based, um, like literal old-school two D dungeon crawling game. Dungeon crawling there. Keyword. Keyword. Dungeon crawling game. Did you say um, text-based? Uh, yes. So you were not, eaten by a group. Yeah, uh, kind of. Well, it's got okay. It looks like ET is the easiest way I can describe it. Right. Um, and the gameplay and the gameplay here in Rogue is player assumes a typical role of an adventurer. Early fantasy role-playing games. The game starts at the uppermost level of an unmapped dungeon with myriad monsters and treasures, and the goal is to fight one's way to the bottom level, retrieve the amulet, the amulet of Yondor. Um, oh no, of Yendor, Rodney spelled backwards, um, <laughs> then ascend to the surface. Monsters in the level become progressively more difficult to defeat until the amulet is retrieved. The player cannot return to earlier levels. And whenever you die, you have to start back over again. You lose all your crap. Um, oh, and yes, laughing. there was an original text-based version. I was correct. Later on, it got programmed in, uh, in ASCII. Um, ASCII art. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm laughing that Scara mentioned here a mud. That is a word I have not heard in a long time. I used to make this argument before. I was like, technically, World of Warcraft is a mud. <laughs> I made that argument years ago. Yes. Mud yeah. is just stands for multiple multiplayer or multiple user dungeon. Okay. <clears throat> good, good to know that term. I did not know that That term. was from way back in the day, Calypso. Oh. Way, way back. That was back in the ASCII art and text-based days. Ah, all righty. So, yes, I suppose a rogue had... A had relic a from more civilized age. Rised age. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's where... And then the whole thing with rogue likes is they follow the same general rule of rogue, this game mm -hmm. here, where when you die, you lose all your stuff. As you progress through the dungeon, it gets more difficult until you get the item you you came for, and then you have to escape. Yeah. So Hades would be a roguelike. A light, yes. Not a light, a roguelike. Because when you yes. die, you lose all your stuff. Yes. Hades is also really good. I watched a friend stream That's a it. great game. Yeah, Hades is fantastic. Number two is going to be sequel. awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so rad. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, so I guess that, and then a rogue, a rogue light is something akin to uh, death loop is the only example that springs to my mind. Um, even though that's also a double genre because it's an immersive sim like Thief for Dishonored, um, but it has rogue light elements where you start back over everything again. You lose all your progress unless you get a little item that lets you keep all your progress, and your end goal is to get something at the end of the day. Um, or start all over again at the very beginning. So there's different ways to classify this, but I do think that the rogue-like or rogue-lite should now just be hashes or tags on a game yeah. instead of an actual genre now. Because so you progress. Because it's not just that anymore. There's always yeah, it's always multiple different genres stacked on top of each other, but their core mechanic is rogue-like sort of elements. So Scara has a question asking, is Meet Your Maker a roguelite? I haven't played it yet. I've only seen yeah. a trailer, but I don't know because there is meta progression, mm -hmm. whether you die or do not die. Because again, when you said that this should come with a little asterisk or something next to it as a tag, technically, if it is multiplayer, it is no longer a roguelike or roguelite. A roguelite. It should be another thing. Yeah. That would be a separate thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, once there's once there's because because rogue rogue likes are usually single player, and then I guess you can throw in a rogue light with a multiplayer element. Yeah, or something in there too. Like, Meet your maker looks really cool, but I don't like behavior, and I've, I've never played Dead by Daylight. It's just not my thing. So, congrats to them though for making another game. I like Dead by Daylight just because it's fun. It's, uh, what would you call it in the States? Tag 45 or yeah. hide and seek. So over here, we call it 45. But oh, yeah, okay. that's that's pretty much what it is. It's hide and seek the video game. It's the same as like Dark Deception. Have you seen mm -hmm. Dark Deception? Dark Deception is awesome. It's just horror Pac-Man. Dark Deception is on my, um, it's on my list. It's horror Pac-Man. It's awesome. It shows you can take an old idea and do some amazing things with it with modern oh, technology, yeah. you know? Now, on to the next Tetris one. Effect. Look at Tetris Effect. The game is amazing. Exactly. Now, on to the next one, because we've got some great topics to go here. Moving from roguelites, 
over to pseudo MMOs. Okay. I've been playing Tainted Grail. Which looks rad. Which looks rad. It's Morrowind or Oblivion, whichever takes your flavor. It's not Skyrim. Skyrim. Okay. I'm going to get disavowed. I love Skyrim. It is a great game. The older games are better because you had more freedom. There we go. I said it. Everyone's going to be annoyed as hell. The best one being Daggerfall, but being the least technologically advanced, but you had the most freedom of the amount of stuff you could do. As they got more technologically advanced with graphics, they tightened and tightened the games. For example, back in the day, you could like literally summon a whole suit of armor and weapons and all. It's more and more difficult to do that now. To do like they, they have less and less spells and things like that and like enchanted items like i spent my entire time farming for epic enchanted items in those older games you barely get any of the stuff in the newer Dude, ones. like it's not yeah. a bad thing because like there's some really cool other things but that kind of went away for me that kind of left me a little bit upset tainted grail this looks beautiful like tainted grail i'm looking at images right now and steam deck verified and Steam Deck verified. Oh, that's awesome. And there's a okay, is it just me? Are there a lot of games that use cards as attacks now? Yeah, there's a weird card element coming out. It's it's strange, it's very strange. <laughs> it's almost like someone else came up with this idea Ooh. and everyone else paid attention and copied. Yeah, uh, let's see. Okay, that's saying they originated it, but here see Tainted Grail differs in that it outright says what it is. Yeah, the description for Tainted Grail. It says, and I quote, a unique, infinitely replayable, story-driven hybrid between a deck-building roguelike and an RPG game, which is great. Um, And I love me some... I actually enjoyed the story. Like, I was getting into the story when playing it. Yeah, oh yeah, well, I mean, isn't it Arthurian stuff? And I love it. Yes, it is very Arthurian. That's like, the the hint is in the title, Tainted Mm, Grail. Tainted Grail, Mm. yeah. The Fall of uh, Avalon. But no, it's yeah, I very, love, I love some like, stuff. very few games lately have actually taken me with their story. Like, oh, I need to see what happens next. Not, oh, that's really cool or interesting. It's a case of like, I need to know what happens. This mm-hmm. guy. Just I, sorry, sorry if you guys hear the rain in the background. It's pouring pretty hard here. We are having Florida summers now, which means it rains every Ooh, day for Florida summer for two hours and then it stops. Hot gator summer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just finished an entire course on Arthurian, on Arthurian yeah. literature. Um, yes. Jaina, dude, I, I uh, every year I try to read something Arthur related. Um, whether it's I've, I think I've for the past three years I've been on and off reading Once in Future King. Like I've been reading each book from that whole like big volume. It's huge. It's huge, by the way. So I've been reading through that, and then I go ahead and I read like an abridged version, or I watch something Arthurian. Like I love, I love Arthurian myth. It's awesome. Monty Python and the Holy Grail is probably the best version of, <laughs> of Arthurian had, myth. Had Monty Python as a text, text to watch. That's rad. That's really cool. Best Arthurian legend ever, and then they yeah. all got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good, uh, such a good movie. Uh, but no. Uh, so that's that's the thing with with uh, Tainted Grail right here is that it outright states that it's a roguelike. Like this yeah. is what you're getting into when, and and it makes people immediately think of what the mechanics are going to be. But that's that's with roguelike elements. Now, if it were a, if it were a roguelite, it would have to be a little bit more pinpointed. And I mean, I know we yeah. said about the whole meta progression thing, um, mm. but I still think that doesn't really cover it. There's got to be you know, it's it's a confusing one. Like um a good example of a rogue of a rogue light with other elements would be Darkest Dungeon. Um yeah. which which is probably one of my favorite games ever. Um, but again, if I told you that it was that title of a roguelike, but you got an image in your head, it wouldn't be that. No. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be Darkest Dungeon yeah. because again, I, no, this no, is a wide because... reaching genre. Yeah, incredibly. So it's like if you, it's like if, okay, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is a roguelike. Yes. So I feel like if you're gonna have a, a Slay the Spire game, but then it's something else on top of it, that that's a roguelite light, but uh, you have to. I don't know. You have to define it. It's weird. 
you have See? to be more specific with it than you do with a roguelike. Because when you say roguelike, people automatically know what you're thinking of or talking about. And there is you know? literally mountains of them on Steam with variations mm -hmm. of top-down or isometric mm -hmm. 3D or 2D, which go into many like different that. genres. All right, so there's a game called AI Roguelite, Roguelite 2, Action Roguelite Pack. Okay, Vampire Survivors is considered... Has the tag technically? Rogue, yeah, it is roguelite. It is completely. It oh, is yeah, yeah. the rogue, very definition. Roguelite elements. Roguelite elements. Now, what yeah. does that mean? Yeah, what does rogue -like that mean? Roguelite elements. Elements. It's got the elements of it. Well, technically, don't we all have the elements of the stars within us? Like you know, where what? It's it's, it's getting to the point where it's nearly buzzwords for me. Buzzwords, oh no, it is. Buzzwords, it's buzzwords. totally. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I guarantee you go look up a trailer for any game that with that is a roguelike or roguelite. That'll be one of the keywords they shove in your face for like the trailer or whatever. It's guarantee. my favorite one when you look up genre and they all say uh, action adventure game. Yeah. Like it's literally thing. everything. <laughs> Streets of really Rogue. Yep. Seen that. Streets of Rogue. I haven't seen that one unless it's just escaping my memory. You have, you've seen it. It's just, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, Streets of Rogue. Okay. I was about to say Streets of Rage. Really? No, that's um, a different game. Okay, so this, yeah. Would, would hot, I would say, would Hotline Miami be a roguelike? Or would it just be a, a, no, a top give down me like that, give me, give me that description for a roguelike again. Very so simple. Rogue, a rogue, a roguelike is you die. Yeah, you 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 have a common goal of getting something. If you die, you have yeah. to start over again, um, mm -hmm. and enemies get progressively harder as you go on in the so, game. So turn that multiplayer, and that's a battle royale. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, See? okay. We need new words. We need more words because, like, if I say something is a battle royale, you have an idea in your head of what it is, and you're probably some like very, very accurate. The same mm -hmm. was if you say roguelike, but these things are very simpler. Yeah, genres are fun, yeah. Like, yeah, there's genre. a lot of like we talk about having to redefine things in real life. It's like we need to do this crap in games because it's very specific. Like, what is it? Uncharted is an action adventure game, yes. Grand Theft Auto is an action-adventure game. Skyrim is an action-adventure game. These are not alike. No, they aren't. That's why, okay. But the, see, that's that's the thing. There's, you have a, okay, let's let's say this. You have a broad genre action-adventure yeah. game, right? But then, you know, you narrow it down. And I think that's where roguelike or roguelite comes in. Like, now, for what's example. What's the difference then with roguelike and roguelike elements? Rogue, that's. <laughs> I'm not being a smart ass. I'm genuinely I know, confused. I know, I know. It's it's uh. See, and I'm just I'm okay. So, uh, okay. So I have an I have an action adventure game. Um, <laughs> I, I, have... I heard Grand Theft Auto is an action adventure. I hear they had an eye twitch, but it is like go look yeah, it up. It's labeled on there. That tag, it's on there. <laughs> I know because it's on the cup, the back cover of the PlayStation one. Yeah. Yeah. See, God of War, God of action War 2018 is an action adventure game. The Witcher is an it's action a, adventure yeah. RPG, but it's an action yeah. adventure game with RPG elements. Sorry, that's a hill I will die on. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can find me. It's not an RPG. It's an action no. adventure game with RPG elements. But there's another one. How do you define an RPG? Because technically, The uh, Witcher. I was about to say Skyrim, <laughs> Oblivion, Morrowind. Okay. Let me give it. We'll come back to the roguelikes in a second, right? But let me just break the mold for this entire concept straight off the bat, right? right. Okay. Do it, do it. The Witcher is the only one of them that is the perfect RPG, right? <laughs> I'll explain my point now. Now, I don't agree yeah. with this, but this is just showing you how the mold is broken. It's what does define RPG? Time. What do the words mean? Role playing game. Yes, so in The Witcher, you are playing the role of Geralt of Rivia. Yeah. In those other games, you're just making up a character. Now, I believe that it's actually the reverse, because when it's a role-playing game, it means you should be making up the character. That's why I'm saying the words and titles are wrong. 
because there should be like we can't say it's oh it's a D and D like game, but that would be far more accurate. We need to redefine you know? the term RPG as like role playing game, like like one that I loved growing up, one of my favorite games. I know it's cliche to say it now because like everyone loves it because it's very mainstream and all like that, but like Final Fantasy VII. It was one of my favorite RPGs yeah. because it was a role-playing game. You had very little options in that customization-wise or anything, you know? So, like, it's a really that, difficult point. means, wait, what? Romance came from en romans, which, which literally, literally means, means in, in vernacular. vernacular. A role-playing so, game. Sorry, go on. Here we go. Hold on, Scar has this. A role-playing game, sometimes it's spelled role-playing game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you there's copy a, and paste there's a dash. Wikipedia. Thanks, thanks, Wikipedia. Uh, roll dash playing game yeah, yeah. or um, role playing game. The game in which players assume the role of characters in a fictional setting. Players yeah. take responsibility for acting out these roles within a narrative, either through uh, literal acting or through a process of structured decision making regarding character development. Blah 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 blah. So, so video no, games. That's the literal. De- that's the literal definition of. A so the literal definition of a role playing game to, is a video game. Yeah, what well, video game? So uh, when you when, but I think within the context of video games. Yeah. Role playing games are also at a large spectrum now because I feel like you have your bro- like I like I said uh, a couple of minutes ago like. Okay, so you have GTA, it's an action-adventure game. You have Skyrim, an action-adventure game. And then you have, I forgot the third one. What was the third one? Uncharted. You have Uncharted as the third. They're all action-adventure games. That's their their broad genre title. And then you yes. have the micro-genres of, of open-world uh, RPGs or whatever, shooting game, crime game, whatever game, right? For that, so I've, I've like instead of having you know just the defined genres of everything, um, you have everything is a micro genre now, and but it's even just getting more and more difficult then, to I think with really the micro genres. I think your micro genres idea is a good concept. I do think that they're horribly limited as well, though, because we don't use them correctly. Like for example, we'll take God of War, the most recent yeah. God of War, God of War Ragnarok, right? <laughs> Why doesn't that have the tag Norse themed or fantasy themed? You know, as a like, they they would be tags, sub tags. You get me? Yeah. So like, it would be re- like that would be far better. Although that could also technically lead to spoilers. What yeah. are the points of the Arthurian curses? Fun romance as a genre used to mean a story written in the vernacular of the common tongue. That's it. Romance oh. came from and romance, which literally means in vernacular, as oh. in not formal. Hmm. These messages belong together. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. right. The previous <laughs> okay. one, romance stemmed from romance, which literally means yeah. in vernacular. Okay. okay. But yeah, th- again, it's back to the genre thing. Getting genre correct is quite difficult. Yeah. And now romance means now romance means like love stories and everything. Or bodice rippers, which is you know, sexy novels. Um, or uh, what were they called again? Was it just Daniel Steele novels? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, like uh, it's a Daniel <laughs> Steele light. Like yeah. it's a light. Tom. Cla- it's a Tom Clancy that's light. Like. Yeah, that's that's like how come we don't do this with like other stuff? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, that's, that's a Tom Clancy like. You know. I feel oh, that's a Bond like. I definitely I definitely feel we should, especially for for games now. Like it should be like Dead Space. Dead Space is clearly a genre of its own now. You know, the original Dead Space came out. It was it was a Resident Evil for like formula sci-fi horror with sci-fi horror but then it sort of evolved into its own genre because it's just been that long and now whenever anybody thinks of a game with a camera angle that's resident evil 4 ish it's set in space and it's scary oh it must be dead space it's a dead space like callisto protocol is a dead space like which is ironic enough you have uh this other game negative atmosphere um which i highly recommend everybody look up which is also a dead space like or spiritual successor. Uh, you have routine finally coming out soon, which is a dead space slash amnesia like now as well. So you just everything sort of there's like you know whenever anybody thinks of an open world game where you can steal cars and commit crime, that's not Grand Theft Auto. GTA. It's a grand. It's a GTA like like. I feel now, some I'll, throw so genre, I'll throw the other. I'll throw the other part on its head. 
I'll throw this all on its head and bring it to my third point, which is the one I wanted to bring up as well. Um, and this breaks the mold again, putting it back in the standard. If I tell you it's a fighting game, you know oh, exactly I mean, what I'm talking about. I unless exactly I say arena fighter, there's a fighting game and arena fighter. But if I say fighting game, what comes to your head? Uh, Tekken and Street Fighter. Yep, I was going to say the first thing that almost anyone will say will be a variation of Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, like you said, Tekken. Tekken. Like there's, there's, it, it just depends on where your flavors lie, really. And yeah. then Arena Fighter, you're thinking things like Power Stone from the Dreamcast. You're talking bigger yeah. like games like that where it's like more 3D Bomberman. isometric. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're fighting games. Yeah. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because I want to give a nice little shout out to Terradrome. If anyone doesn't know, Terradrome is a fantastic game. They made the first one, which was available for free, which had all the horror characters, like licensed ones. That's why it couldn't get to be a proper game. But now they have a phenomenal one you can check out on Steam. And it's um, basically uh, cryptids. Yeah. It's cryptids. It's got like... What's it called? Terradrome? Terradrome. T-E-R-R-O-R-D-R-O-M-E. All one word. Uh, it's it is quite awesome. It is something I think everyone should check out because it's just a really good and solid fighting game. So I'm just gonna pull up the thing here to make oh, sure I get have, it all uh, accurate for you. Danny here makes a good point. And then you have the DMC like, which is style fighting games with a style meter and everything yes. else. Yes, very true. And then uh, Scara says the term for MOBA always confused me. Well, MOBA technically stands for uh, multiplayer online multiplayer battle online arena. battle arena. Um, yeah. so like what Dota, I suppose. Yeah. Um, League of Legends. League of Dota, Legends. You know, um, but, but also MOBAs are, um, you know, kind of changing up whatever. There's a bunch of games that like have the, all... those elements, but they, they, they are technically a MOBA, but they aren't a MOBA or it's like, um, uh, for, uh, th to throw in Dead House Sonata, for example, everybody thinks that Dead House Sonata is going to be a ma an MMO, a massively multiplayer online game. Oh, it's but gonna it's, be an action adventure. <laughs> it's, it's an action adventure game. Um, <laughs> when in reality, it's I, I I guess we could say, for lack of a better term, or maybe a good term, is that it's it's a Warframe like. You're more a, accurate with that, yeah. Or a sort of like Destiny Two sort of like, only not first person. Um, so yeah, I, was, well, I wanted to pull it up here just for people. Is Terradrome Reign of the Legends? Because the old one that's free is Rise of, of the Boogeyman. Is Rise of the Boogeyman? This one's called Terradrome Reign of Legends, where you could play like Van Helsing, Dracula, Sasquatch. That sounds that Neverland, sounds awesome. Why have Red I never Lane. heard of this? You need to go check this out. It's phenomenal. It's really good. It's 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 fairly cheap because they're a small indie studio. Like I oh, supported snap. these guys from back in the day. This is awesome. Go play it if you haven't played it but the reason i brought those up is like with fighting games you do have a specific thing in mind where scara says they're moba here's a funny factor do you notice that mobas battle royale really and a lot of these amazing it is it's amazing all of these genres though came out of mods not game developers MOBAs were mods from Warcraft. Yeah, you're right. Battle Royales were mods from like Gary's mods, like idea, mm -hmm. like PUBG started as a mod. Yeah, yeah. There's like, so these, many games these were mods. As, there's so many games out on Steam that started out as Half Life or Half Life Two mods, and or Team Fortress mods, game, or Team Fortress mods, and they became their own yeah. thing. Like so, <sighs> you see, that's really like. You get people that come up and start making their own games out of it where where I think it gets confusing with the subgenres and tags. But like yeah. MOBA is very specific. You know exactly what a MOBA is. Like Sarah's saying, yeah. the term always confused me. It's usually top down. If not, it's some type of isometric, except for Spite, who had to do that differently in spite of everything else. Yeah. But there essentially it's like, you know, you've got your lanes and you've characters fighting other hero characters while there's an actual war thing going on. You know, there's a very particular set of rules. It's like saying an MMO. Like, that's mm -hmm. another word that's a very broad genre, but you've probably a really good idea of what an MMO is. Yeah, definitely. Like, what would you say? If I asked, if I told you it's an MMO, can you describe an MMO to me? What comes to your head? World of Warcraft, of course. That's yeah. Coca-Cola video games right there. Like. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Sponsored by Coke. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, uh, so I think of you know I think of Warcraft. I think of yeah. um, Star Wars Galaxies was my jam. Uh, 
back in the day. That was a great um, game for its time. Yeah. I think that was just too ahead of its time. Oh, no, for definitely what it was. was. Same thing with like the Hobbit. There was a really good Hobbit MMO that's still around, but you know, well, the Lord of the Rings online. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I loved it. That was a great MMO. Uh, the, the Conan MMO that quickly started and died, uh, Age of Conan, was awesome. It had a very unique fight, it had a unique combat style instead of having you know the basic turn-based click and you wait for an action you had three specific styles mm -hmm. and you had like a heavy a light and a medium attack and depending on whatever your enemy uh style was you had to counter their style but the mm -hmm. cool thing was it wouldn't tell you what your enemy enemy style was you had to visually figure out what that style <clears throat> very, I think that's kind cool, of like what happens out, very for quickly honor. for honor it does something oh, yeah, yeah, similar yeah. where there's like yeah, yeah, the high, mid, thing. and low, where it's yeah. kind of like a weird rock, paper, scissors scenario. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's exactly it. Thank you. Um, and that was a very cool thing. But thankfully, all these other MMOs that I enjoyed back in the day were just killed off by World of Warcraft. So, <laughs> hey, they did what they did. So, yeah. But uh, that's what, I mean, MMO, that's what you think of. Like, um, Elder Or EverQuest. Elder or EverQuest, yeah. Oh, man, I miss EverQuest. Um Elder Scrolls Online obviously is an MMO. Would that have made Nazgoth a MOBA or a hero shooter? Um, Nazgoth would be. Would that have been a hero shooter? I think it is a hero shooter. It's actually, actually no, no, no. Overwatch it's a, before Overwatch. Yeah, it's a hero shooter. But what's the the term everyone loves using is asymmetrical, asymmetrical PvP game. No, no, no. Asymmetrical PvP is like. Um, the friday the 13th games or the evil dead where it's like one person versus like five ah, yeah yeah so or like dead be, by daylight I guess Nazgoth would be a would be a hero shooter or um, isn't that weird everyone loves overwatch and very few supported Nazgoth. yeah i rest in peace Nazgoth. again ahead of its time a lot of yeah, these things it I was believe were ahead that's of what, their time that's what hurts my soul like i i, I found via the memory on my facebook of when Nazgoth closed down um a couple of days ago mm -hmm. um and i was like wow it's really been like 16 17 18, 19 21 2 3 it's been seven seven eight years now already and wow. and i keep thinking in, in the in those seven or eight years there's there's been a bunch of games that have come out that have done the exact same thing and are doing the same thing the same thing nosgoth was doing as a free-to-play game now and they're you know making gangbusters but i think it's because it did, the audience yeah the audience wasn't there and yeah, wasn't ready a, like, for it the legacy of kane audience as as much as i love us we are very fickle of an audience oh yeah like oh it's not there's not kane there's not raziel it's not legacy of kane amy hennig's not behind it it's not legacy of kane dennis dyack has nothing to do with it it's not legacy of kane yeah, like, what would he have to do with it? He just which is weird. It, you know? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's weird. Um, but like, <clears throat> I mean, so that covers that covers what roguelikes, roguelites, MMOs, RPGs. The the Devil May Cry like is um is a good genre. I, I think it's just having our moment. Of, I was just having our moment of silence for poor Nosgoth. That's what you breathed yeah. out. I was like, yeah, we'll have a moment of silence for a game that by today's standards would have been gangbusters successful. But because oh, yeah, people totally. were smarter and ahead of their time than others, it's now a dead thing, unfortunately. Yeah. It did the free-to-play thing. It did the yeah. cosmetics. It did the cosmetics only thing. Yeah. All the things people scream and cry about now. Yeah, it did it. And and now it's and it was God. No, I would I would do, shudder to think. I wonder what would happen if they just turned um, the servers back on. They, yeah, they just brought it back. Just turn it back got, on. It's still on Steam, obviously, on somewhere. Yeah, it is. You got a team. Uh, uh, well, hold on, hold on. We'll get to that one in a second. Yeah, yeah. But with the style fighting, with the go. style fighting games, that was a cool genre that I think came out of left field. I don't think people expected that to get as big after the original Devil May Cry, which still oh, one of my no, favorite ones, by the way. Yeah. Like, not downing the others just that because it was my first like mm -hmm. bit i think yeah. i have a preference for that I would, because i would dare it say it was awesome. it was the first the original devil yeah. may cry i would say it, it is the first style, style fighting fighter. game yeah. yeah that's outside outside of a regular fighting game yeah outside of like 
Uh, what are you talking about? It's Mortal an action adventure game. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> out of out of out of uh, Mortal Kombat or Bayonetta uh, definitely Bayonetta, helped with that. Bayonetta, yeah, Tekken. Um, gosh, Virtua Virtual Fighter had a style yeah. meter. Um, so yeah, out of outside of a regular fighting game, Devil May Cry would argue is the first uh, style. What's the genre? Character action. That's the genre. Character, character action game, which is which is weird because I don't even know those words. It's just genre. buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Yeah, buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. buzzword, buzzword, buzzword yeah, it's like Skyrim. Skyrim saying Diablo-like makes no sense. Why we do this for some games but not others? I think it's got to do with the cultural impact and importance of a game. Like there were many dungeon crawlers before Diablo, but Diablo. Oh, yeah. Became the dungeon like, crawler. Yeah. It's like what Calypso just said a minute ago. World of Warcraft wasn't the first MMO. Yeah. Wasn't even by a long stretch the best MMO. It was the most popular MMO. Yeah. It yeah. became the mainstream MMO. There were people it that played out. World of Warcraft that didn't play <laughs> video games, so to speak. You know? Yeah. It came out at World of Warcraft was one of those lightning, lightning in, a, in bottle. a bottle situations where right thing, right time. Think about this for a minute. When was World of Warcraft's actual release date? Because I want to be 100% accurate on this. It was in the early 2000s. It was. World of Warcraft release date. World, blah, blah, blah. World of Warcraft released November 23rd, 2004. Okay? That I think was I jumped in about 2005. The end <clears throat> of 2005, started 2006, I think. That was, that was a time where there were a bunch of MMOs out Lots at the exact same time. Lots. Like we just we just named a few Star Wars Galaxies, uh the Lord of the Rings one. Um yeah. it was uh, EverQuest. EverQuest. Uh, it was Never yeah. Winter Nights. Never Winter Nights. Like all like all these other so many things buying for the uh, equally done. Equally it was done. the battle royale of the day. It, it was, was like everyone wanted to release an MMO yeah. and be you successful. Had all these and they were all subscription based at the time yeah. too. And they were all and they were all like cheap. And they all made money, and they were all doing pretty well. But then World of Warcraft comes along after after a long time. I say a long time, a couple of years of not having a Warcraft game. Every World of Warcraft player and StarCraft player jumped on that bandwagon, and just immediately toppled every other RPG. Basically, it had a World of Warcraft had a decent subscription model. Um, it wasn't too expensive, and. Um, because the community of just Warcraft and Starcraft together was so big, which is weird that it toppled out the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings communities, it became the MMO. They and done every another MMO started to die down. I'm starting to think back now. They also did something that a lot of other MMOs didn't do at the time. So this would have still been the early rough shot days of the internet. People were wary. People were still new to this. Now, it wasn't as mainstream as it is today. So it was still a new unknown factor. These games, you had to put your credit card in to a strange company and like pay money. So you were very wary. Yeah. People were wary about using credit cards online. There was all sorts of like fear of scams and stuff. But one, Blizzard was an established known company, so they probably wouldn't rip anyone off. Number two, World of Warcraft time for your subscription could be bought in a store. They actually yes, sold subscription that. cards. So you just scratched off the card on the back and put that code in and you were good for 30 days or 60 days or whatever. So that made the subscriptions far easier. So you've got little Timmy, He's 14 years old. He wants to play a video game. There's two MMOs on the market. One of them, he can actively see the subscriptions in the shop. So his mom yeah, can buy it for him month, every month. Yeah, a six-month subscription or something. Whereas the other I ones, it's like, Mom, I need to put your credit card into this. No way, you know. See? I think that definitely helped. Yeah, because back do. then, um, I'm trying to remember, I think for Star Wars, you, I had yeah, to call they a were, bank. They, they I had to call a bank. Big. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I had to call a bank to like verify I it, was it. Fraud or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, hey, uh, we're like, you could sign up your credit card, but then um, you had to do something else with your bank to verify like that this XX company would be taking out XX money. Um, 
for a set amount of time. Jaina, Jaina just brought up a really good point there as well. So the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings weren't mainly game communities. So the communities for those might have been bigger, but not just... This is very true. That's so very when those true. games yeah. came out, not a lot of people who liked Star Wars would have had overlap with gamers. I know that's bizarre to think about in today's society, but that yeah. was true. And Lord of the Rings? Hell no. That was back when these were still book snobs. Yeah, rather that's than true. like movie goers and nerds. Like, I'll give you an example, right? The it, movies it were gangbusters, but gaming yeah. was a totally different field. Yeah, we like this is something that I don't think many Americ Americans will know because, like, y'all aren't even old enough yet. But in Europe, here it was still very visible because there was a big divide. So in America, most people play some type of video game, right? I know yeah. I've been there. I met everyone plays something, whether it's something silly on your phone or whether it's like a console game. Everyone's mom or dad had a Nintendo or something, you know, just generally going like that. In Europe, um, video games were seen as taboo because games were considered a child's toy. Yeah. So you wouldn't get a lot of older gamers and anyone that did, people thought they were a bit weird or something, you know. SWOTOR is still going. However, it's nowhere near as popular as it should be based on its name. Yeah, but well, that, that's the dying is down an entirely before, different story. before it started. SWOTOR died off in popularity long before Star Wars has now begun to die off in popularity. Yeah. So that's probably double killing it. That's still going on today in the EU where people yeah. are thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's why... Um, I mean, back then, I remember buying all my video games I bought were from Toys R Us yep. or... Uh, gosh, it wasn't... It wasn't KB Toys. It was a name before it was KB Toys back then, but or you know uh, before GameSpot was GameSpot or EB Games or whatever. It was something else too. Um, but all my games were from Toys R Us or KB Toys, and I had to go to a window and be like, I want this one or I want that one out, whether it be for say, Genesis or Super Nintendo or whatever. Yeah. And even back then for PlayStation and stuff, it was still a kids in the kids section were video games, not adults or whatever else. Yeah. Um, Toys R Us never got popular here. Yeah. Better Not very off big in Europe. Yeah, that's okay. Um, we have our own versions, though. But yeah. 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 So it's like, so it's like, I see that they're still marketed as kids, all part thanks to, thanks for Nintendo for that. Um, and that's why PlayStation and the other brands tried to, you know, adult, adulterize with the advertising. Yeah. Um, and the edginess of the 80s and the 90s. Oh, um, I miss those good old-fashioned edgy I, 90s I, posters for PlayStation yeah. games and stuff. Yeah. That was funny. Um, so that's where that's like that. But I think uh, I completely forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> we are talking about that, like, these communities did not Yeah, overlap. yeah, the communities. And for Star Wars, uh, the the large community were, you know, young young kids at the point, like the early 2000s. Star Wars fans were people who were teenagers like in the 70s. Yeah, exactly. So they, they, a lot of gamers, not so much. And Lord yeah. of the Rings, the movies were popular, but that was for the general public. The book yeah. snobs, like you said, weren't really there. Mostly know? college graduates. Exactly. Mostly like lit exactly. snob so that, college I see, graduate. People. I definitely see where world of warcraft you know dominated but what i don't understand i mean i guess i kind of understand is that even the dungeons and dragons mmos like everquest and neverwinter nights and stuff got chewed out by warcraft yep. because instead of why play dungeons and dragons online with i mean with it's your friends it's fine but you can go and do it at a tabletop and that's more engaging and fun you know yeah. And that that kind of LARPing of people got it. See, people that wanted to play with their friends played Dungeons and Dragons. People that just wanted to play the game played World of Warcraft. If they wanted to just play the game to kill the dragon, they played World of Warcraft. Because Dungeons and Dragons, despite what people think, isn't as much about the game as it is just the social interaction with your friends, with a group of yeah. people sitting around. It's literally the nerd version of the guy sitting around to watch the game. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. the same thing. And this is coming from a guy that hates sports. I am the nerd version. Although mm -hmm. the funny part is you take a look at all of this. I think things like Stranger Things has done more to boost Dungeons and Dragons oh, sales than any of those MMOs ever. Could, I know there's, there's been like five or six or seven like Dungeons and Dragons connected MMOs never mm -hmm. took off. Stranger Things made the dang thing mainstream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now uh, there's a bunch of people at my job who want to play Dungeons and Dragons now because of Stranger Things and everything else. 
So I'm yeah. like, okay, that's awesome for Dungeons and Dragons, but cool for Stranger Things. But where were you when we needed you for playing the video yeah. games? <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. Wild, isn't it? It's very wild. It's very but wild. But this is what I'm talking about, genres. I think it's also got to do with the overlap with mainstream. I think totally. that's what we're talking about is when things have become mainstream popular versus just popular. Like, think about it years ago. A game selling a million copies? That would have been an absolute gangbuster runaway oh, yeah. success. Now, if EA only sold a million copies in the first Barely weekend, people would be getting fired. Oh, definitely. <laughs> But that's a problem with the game industry and inflation in general and people thinking games need to cost a thousand dollars like movies do but they mm. don't so call so it's take a look what was that. take a look at what was the most successful game of the last while vampire survivors yeah and that game sold it's sells on indie, steam for like it's $10. an indie game that look like literally tiny little art assets that were already taken from other stuff not downing the person for making it it's actually really really good but like that that didn't cost you know six six million seven yeah. million to make five it. bucks vampire survivors is five dollars worth every penny and more worth every penny yep and now it's on mobile and everything too it's and free on mobile yeah so Make that money, dude. Cause like again, mainstream success though, like you said, they're they're thinking that oh, it needs to cost like six million dollars or six billion dollars to do. Oh no, yeah. No, Games are becoming almost as expensive as movies, which is a scary thought. I I get easily, you have, I get you have talented people that need to get paid. I understand that. But I'd easily argue God of War Ragnarok probably costs the same price as most oh, yeah. mainstream Hollywood oh, blockbusters. Oh, yeah, like 200, $200 million, I guarantee it. Easily. That doesn't even account for marketing and everything else. Which Oh, yeah, was, I'm just talking about production. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I And, like, I understand companies wanting to charge $70, $80 now for video games to make that money back, but... But the negative aspect of that is if I'm spending $80 on a game, why is it broken when I'm getting it? You know? Do you want to know the secret? Do you I'll really sure. want to know the secret? I'll get in trouble for letting this out. Do you yeah, want sure. to know the secret? Yeah, Do you all want to know the secret at home? I'll get crucified for this. It's called minimum viable product. What's the quickest, easiest thing we can make to sell? Good like, ball. oh, we'll fix it later. We'll fix it later. You know, we'll patch it. We'll get it in the patches and all like that. Minimum viable product. That's the buzzword that's talked in the industry that they don't want you to know. And that's not even just in the games industry. That's with everything. That's everything, yeah. That's what's the minimum viable product. What can we strip away so that the, it's the smallest amount we can technically still charge you for this thing? Which, yeah. when you sting them for it, is where we get scenarios like cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Or um, every game that's come out in the past year, pretty much. The Last of Us. The Last oh, of Us. Which will be the last of them if they don't fix that. Yeah, no, I understand <laughs> they wanted to get it out for the TV show to ride that hype train of the TV show. Hmm. But at the same time, it's Naughty Dog. But at the same time, it's Sony. So I don't blame Naughty Dog, really. I blame Sony. Anyway, that's we're just going down a whole other rabbit hole. That's that's going um, to be a time for another stream. Remasters, yeah. remakes, and regurgitated crap. Yeah. <laughs> Save, pin that title, put a pin in it. Um, actually, yeah, I'm going to write that down right now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Let we, me mention a blast from the past, Arkham Knight. Do you know, Scarra, bring that up on the next one. We're going to bring this, that, you uh, all just help us decide on the next top, next topic. To, to close this out, I'm sure everyone has heard of the terrible Last of Us PC port that's come out very recently. They're trying to fix. The people who ported the Last of Us to PC are the same people who ported Arkham Knight to PC. Hmm. That got that, but they've also ported the Uncharted remaster and a couple of other PlayStation ones, which actually turned out really so good. So it's a case of you literally had one job. Yeah, yeah. And with wow. that, I think it's time to wrap this episode up. Yep. We'll start doing that once Calypso's finished his notes. All right. So with all of that said, uh, you can follow us, Dead House Whispers, on Twitter at Dead House Whispers. 
Um, we are now on Twitch, which hopefully you're watching that on this, and YouTube. Uh, YouTube is at uh, Dead House Whispers. Twitter is at Dead House Whispers. Um, and uh, yeah, everything is at Dead House Whispers. So thank you guys. We are brand, yeah, brand new. recognition time. Yeah. We are brand sorted. We've Dead got Dead House Whispers. We've got our YouTube. We have yeah. the Instagram. We well, yeah, have we the Twitter. We've got the Facebook. And we now have the Twitch. So we have, we've got all the Pokemon. We have all yep. the cards in the deck. <laughs> You guys are ever wondering which one, what do you have to look up to follow? It's Deadhouse Whispers. Yep. And of course, you can check out uh, everything else uh, Deadhouse Sonata related, which is technically what we're supposed to be talking about here. Today yes. is a, a casual day. You can follow everything else at deadhousesonata.com. That gets you all the info on Deadhouse Sonata, all of the uh, uh, Twitters and everything else like that on the Deadhouse website. You can follow me, Calypso, on Twitter at Necrolibriatus. You can follow me on YouTube at Calypso694. You can follow Faceless Mike on Twitch at The Faceless Mike, Twitter, Faceless Mike, at The Faceless Mike, all the jazz. You, you name it. Uh, yeah, TikTok. And, don't and F TikTok. It's like, I'm too boomer for TikTok. You're not yeah. going to get me on the phone doing this. You know, yeah. ah, TikTok. Yeah. My, hair's a bit too, <laughs> my hair's a bit too gray now for TikTok. <laughs> what's left of it anyway <laughs> and uh jump, yeah. jump on it before it's made illegal in the u.s <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's right that's a thing that's happening um so yes uh thanks <laughs> thanks everybody for listening uh you can check us out on spotify if you guys are listening to this on spotify and awesome. if you're listening to us later on and this is a vod on youtube or on spotify I've checked it out and apparently it really does help the algorithm to give us a little like and to like rate the show or rate the podcast on Spotify as well. It actually like pushes the reach a lot further than you'd realize. So if you're listening to this and we haven't annoyed you enough to skip on to whatever else you wanted to listen to, uh, give that a little like and a rating because that really, yeah. really helps us. We totally will show for this one. So yes. thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, TikTok. TikTok. It's just use. all TikTok can burn <laughs> in the chat, apparently. Yeah. Um, all right, so everyone. We'll catch yeah, you later. Catch you later, guys. See you in the next one. See you.